it's great to um, be with you this morning. I'm going to kind of stand over here because the, the bright light, um, which is always a good thing, having a bright light. <laughs> but yes, I am from Safe Families. Um, it's great to be with you this morning um, and chat to you a little bit about what is Safe Families, um, but also kind of share about what is our main thing within Safe Families. So obviously, um, Safe Families, are, we are going today kind of explore the word belonging. It's quite a big word, but also there's not much in it that maybe people think, oh, no, yeah, I know what belonging is. But what does belonging mean for us? What does belonging mean for you? What does belonging mean for the community? What does belonging mean for safe families? So there is a lot of things within safe, uh, the word belonging, but that is our big word that we use within safe families. No one should ever feel alone. How secure and safe we feel knowing we belong to our loving Father who holds us in his hands. But how do people feel if they don't have that identity or security or a group to feel a belonging to someone? First story that I want to share is about this young girl from Lancashire. So quite local, local to you who is struggling to feel loved and noticed. She's 16 years old, she's, uh, she's witnessed abuse between her mum and her dad and, ha and doesn't have much contact with her dad and he now lives abroad. She has a strained relationship with now her stepfather and step-siblings, but as the oldest, she often um, shoulders the burden and raising the others to care for them. She is angry, she's sad and unable to make sense of what's going on. Unable to talk about her feelings, so she lashes out in other forms of words and other things. So people have rejected her. She doesn't feel that anyone could care for her. But I wonder what it might mean for this young girl to know she is loved, seen, understood, feel a sense of security, what difference would it make for her and her outcomes? Something to ponder on. In Safe Families, we obviously have a belonging word. Our vision is always no one should feel alone. In John 14, Jesus says, If you love me, keep my commands. What is it? What does God command us to do in Mark 12? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. I'm going to move this because I feel like there's a little barrier. There we go. I can step forward now. That's better. It was too far low, so I had to do this. So, And the second one is, what's the second commandment? Love your neighbor as yourself. Great. We all know this. We can leave now. No joking. <laughs> but there is no greater commandment than these. Jesus reminds us of the words of Isaiah that God anoints us as his people to bring good news to the poor. As I should say at the beginning, I'm from Northern Ireland. I'm going to say words that probably don't make sense to you in my accent. So bring good news to the poor. There we go. Not just the poor in material possessions, but the poor, poor in spirit. Corinthians speaks about our gifts. We all have gifts. 
Recently, I was at a team day in Carlisle on Wednesday, and we were just talking about BSL. And oh my goodness, it is so amazing to see gifts of BSL used today in the service. I was like, amazing. God is obviously telling me something. But actually, to use our gifts, don't be scared to use them. I was talking in this service last week about gifts. And actually, sometimes I really felt that some of our gifts get squashed. Some gifts that we've not used in years have just been squashed by circumstances, of squashed by busyness, of squashed by stresses. I want to encourage each and every one of the person here today to reignite that gift and use it. That's a challenge for me as much as it is for you. So use your gift that God has given you. God has given you so many gifts. Please use it. How are we all connected to one another in Corinthians, it says. And if it wasn't for a certain part of the gift or the body, it wouldn't work. So please use your gifts. God wants us to use our gifts. We have all different gifts and we may use them and we may not. With our gifts or act of service, this may help someone and it will be a ripple effect. For example, two weeks ago, I was in the Lake District on a holiday and someone was um, paying by cash. It's not very common, not often anymore. But she said, oh, I'm 10p short. I'll just break a note or use my card. I don't really carry that much cash anymore, but I have 10p in my purse. And I said, here, there's 10p. Are you sure? Yeah, here, there's 10p. Really? And then I said to my husband going, it was 10p? Like, really? She was blown away by my generosity of 10p. So she didn't have to break a note. But actually, it made her day. That little act of service, I had 10p. Thank God I had 10p in my purse because I don't normally carry. But actually, it made her day. She didn't have to break a note. She didn't have to carry change. But it may cause a ripple effect in something else. Do a little act of service. Use your gifts. I hope today in church that you feel a sense of belonging where you are. Maybe you're involved in home groups. Maybe you're involved in groups outside of this. Maybe actually you feel a sense of belonging with friends or family. Or maybe actually you don't. I want to encourage you to reconnect with that person who maybe you've not connected to. Give them a text. I get sporadic texts from people to say I'm praying for you. Oh my goodness, does that make my day or not? Just send them a text. Say, I'm thinking of you. Make such a difference. I want someone, people here, to have at least one person that they can feel a sense of belonging to. Christelle's story is a young mum, poorly, with two young children, no, no support network at all, ongoing treatment and feeling rough, not always able to make the school run or keep on the top of the house. Garden needs tended to so children can play safely. Bed is broken so she can't recover. What would it mean for her to have a community around her? Different people to come in and help her in different ways. I wonder what your gift is. What your skill that you might make to feel, make people feel a sense of belonging. Belonging is the heart of everything we do in Safe Families. But also everything we do in our lives. From supporting to praying for church leaders is what we do in Safe Families, to equipping volunteers with becoming volunteers for the tools that they need to support vulnerable families. And through that offering of hope 
and belonging to parents and children who might otherwise feel isolated, overwhelmed by their circumstances. We are important in God's eyes and so should they feel that too. Maybe this morning, as I said, speak something is spoken to your heart. Maybe it's those stories that I've shared and I'm wondering, what are those outcomes? So in the first story, we were able to link that young woman uh, with a local uh, lady who met with her every two weeks for a cup of coffee. She listened to her without judging, spoke positive truths into her life. Soon this girl's confidence grew and she began to talk and recognize her own achievements and self-worth. She is now studying to become a mechanic and is learning to drive so she can attend college. That one person that came alongside her just for a coffee and spoke truth and positive stuff in her life has made such a big aspect. The other one of the mum, some, uh, we put another mum with her, someone to offload as she went um, through surgery and treatment. And we could also provide respite care for her children and practical support, getting her new bed so she can actually properly recover. She doesn't feel isolated anymore. The kids have got a safe space in the garden. It's been well equipped. There was a team that went in and supplied the need that was happening. They feel loved and belonged and supported. I wonder if you have a heart to help people who are isolated and lonely. Could you join us as a volunteer? You, need, uh, to, you don't need to have any experience whatsoever. Um, I was just chatting to a volunteer recently. They're like, what is involved? And actually, in the whole thing that I've said today is that what is your gift? See if families' um, gifts of what, what you would like to be a volunteer it looks really different for everyone. I would always say I'm the person who wants to sit alongside one and have a cup of coffee and just chat and listen. But your gift might be I want to take someone to the park. I've got a bike and I can use their bike and we can go on a cycle ride or I can go for a walk with someone or I'm really good at DIY. I'm not. Or I can um, do some gardening. It looks different for anyone. And that's the aspect of safe families and the joy of that actually anyone could step forward. We want to create a chain of belonging in safe families, but also in your church as well. I wonder if there's maybe someone in your church that's not been here for a while. Is it worth a message for them? And say, actually... We've been chatting about gifts and we've been chatting about longing. Do you feel a sense of belonging? Do you feel that actually you want to come back to the church or can we pray for you about something? I want to encourage you as a church to maybe do that today and think about belonging. Let's create a chain of belonging to others in our community. As you can imagine, Lancashire is huge. I came to this role nearly a year ago, in about three weeks' time. I've been here for one year, and my areas are Nosley, so I go down as far as Halewood, as far up as Kirby, which is just on your doorstep, but I also cover the south of Lancashire, which is Almskirk, as far over as Leyland. Don't worry, Almskirk folk, we are not expecting you to travel so far as Leyland, okay? <laughs> there is people on your doorstep. We would love to fill Lancashire with volunteers and make families feel supported. We have great volunteers here in your church, would you believe? 
One volunteer who sadly can't come is Jane. Don't think she's here. No. Uh, I've never met her, but I've had lots of phone calls with her. There's Sarah, who does a wonderful job. She's now reconnected with another family um, who's been in our system for quite a while. And then there's Wendy, and Wendy is wonderful too. These are your wonderful volunteers within your church. I'm going to ask Wendy to come up um, and share. We're going to share mics so it gets recorded. Um, a little bit about yeah, whatever she wants to uh, share. Don't walk too far, I might get dragged. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, right. Well, I've stood here before just to talk to you a little bit about safe families. Um, I got a card a few few months ago from Cherith saying, "Congratulations, you've been a, a volunteer for three years." I don't know where that went. Yeah. <laughs> three years. Um, but I, I remember. I, I thought I'd talk to you a little bit today about um, why I became a volunteer. Um, several different reasons. Um, But I remember the first time I ever heard of Safe Families, and that was with Sarah Devlin. Um, She came and talked to us. I can still see her, you know, standing at the front now and and explaining what, as a Safe Family volunteer, you would be doing sort of thing. Um, And I was blown away by the fact that you would be, if I was to do it, you'd be standing between um, a family in crisis facing possible disintegration and children being taken away from, from, you know, very difficult situations. And you go in as a volunteer, not to be God and, and change the whole circumstance, but just to bring some, some relief and some compassion by doing something for that family, alleviating their circumstances, and perhaps just making that little bit of a difference to keep that family together. Because uh, there are so many families, as we know, in terrible crisis. So um, I thought about it, um, and I did feel that you know God was putting on my heart that this is something that I could do. Um, so um, I had, to, as I say, I had to think about it, um, and then I was thinking, well, what what could I offer? And then I realised it was staring me in the face. You all know where I live. Um, and, and what a blessing God has, has given to me um, and my family because we live in the most amazing place um, and I'm surrounded by horses. I love horses. <laughs> um, not only that, I, I have my own two horses and I thought, well, maybe I could offer sort of riding lessons or a chance to just, you know, for, for, for children to come and have some time with my ponies, uh, one in particular, as you know, Josh, is, is very good. And I thought, well, yeah, that, that's what, you know, surely God would want me to do that. And, you know, he put us on this earth and has blessed us. He certainly blessed me beyond measure. Um, but we are here um, and blessed to be a blessing, to pass that blessing on. So that was another reason that I wanted to become a, a volunteer. Um, but not only that, um, as, I, as I thought about it, by just coming alongside these children, these families, I'm revealing the love of God. Um, it might not be explicit, perhaps, um, and I certainly don't talk to them about Jesus and God, and you know, I'm, I'm no evangelist, but just by coming alongside, taking the children 
out of the situation just for a few hours, um, showing them love, compassion, a, a different way of looking at the world. Um, I thought, I could make a difference. Um, and I have got a few little anecdotes and stories um, of when, you know, I've, I've taken, I picked up a little girl and she's been so angry. She'd, um, she'd fallen out with her mum, come out in a right strop. She wasn't talking to her mum. She's only about nine. Um, and she was so angry and, and sat on the floor and kicking and, and what have you. Anyway, took her home. Um, we had a lovely time playing with the ponies and riding Josh and grooming. Um, and then we go into the house and perhaps do a bit of baking or we just play with the toys, just one-on-one. -on -one playing with toys. Anyway, take her back after about two or three hours. She runs in the house, a different little girl. Just, just lifted her, you know, taking her out of that situation. Mum was suddenly, you know, when I returned her, much calmer, um, happy to see her daughter. Everything was different. So, um, yeah, that's one of the reasons I do it. But it, it, it is just to show the love of God. Um, just by being able to share what I have. No, thank you so much. I think, can we do another clap for also Sarah and Jane, who's not here? So thank you both so much. They can share lots of stories of their experiences um, because actually all the different, they. Sarah and Wendy who are here both have different giftings. They come from different areas and they live in different houses, but actually they have different giftings and we can link them up with two different families that actually maybe one would be like, mm, or other would be like, yeah, that's fine. So actually we all have different giftings and I really want to encourage you to actually, if it's just church or your home life or your family life, is to actually just feel a sense of belonging with someone if that's a text message or whatever. Another aspect of volunteering is prayer. We are a Christian charity, and if you feel that actually I just don't have the capacity in my life at the minute to volunteer, that's fine. But we would love you to pray for us. With being with Safe Families for one year, I have seen so many answer to prayer. When, life, when you see all these cases come in, you're like, there's just no volunteers. But actually, God has said, nope, this person's available. Nope, this person can do it. Or actually, do you know what? This is happening and that's happening. And I'm like, wow, thank you. Even in the midst of the busyness and the strains of life, actually God is a, doing something amazing with NCA families. So please do pray for us. I would really value that. We were going to show a video, but obviously technology is not for us today, and that's absolutely fine. And it's a final story about Tam. So I'm going to try to do it some justice. But Tam is a young mum who has two uh, children, and she has got no support around her. She's by herself, and life is just really hard. And these two sets of volunteers came alongside her. One volunteer was mainly there to resource her with gardening, DIY, putting the curtains up, because Tam just didn't know what she was doing. The other was taking the children out, allowing Tam those few hours a day to just breathe, be by herself and be in the silence. Tam really has really loved these volunteers being with her 
And at the end of the video, she said, it's like family I never had. I watch this video every time I go and talk um, to your church, and it gives me goosebumps, and it gives, brings like a tear to my eye, because actually that is what we want to feel, is that people to feel that they've got a family that they never had. We are all part of God's big family, and they wonder if we can feel a sense of belonging from God to show that to someone in whatever way that we can. Let's pray. God, I just thank you for this church. I thank you for the people that are here presently, the people that may not be here, the people that may be sick. Um, I just want to pray that you will be with them, that they will feel a sense of belonging wherever they are. I want to pray that we will be encouraged to not squash our giftings down, to use them. Lord, I really want to pray that we can just take this time in the silence to maybe think of a, a gifting that we may have squashed that can resurface and we can reignite with your spirit, God. Lord, we just give you thanks for Jane, for Sarah, for Wendy, for all that they have done uh, to help so many families in need. We just pray today that those families can continue to feel a sense of belonging wherever they are at in stages of life. And Lord, we bring it home to us today here at church. We pray that hopefully we can feel a sense of belonging with someone. So God, be with us. Let us remember that we are belonging, we have a belonging heart with you, God. And we can turn to you whenever we feel alone or afraid. So God, I thank you uh, for today. And we just pray that we can re remember that you, you see us as who we are. Amen. If you want to chat to me at the end um, about any aspects of what I said today, then please do. Thank you.